we won't jump into, man, draft night. Draft night. And really, even before that, because you was talking, you was telling us um, about how the preparation, because your your ordeal was so much different than what guys are used to today. Mm-hmm. I mean, today guys don't even go to NBA pre-draft camps, or if they do, they just go there to, you know, get weighed and other things. Mm-hmm. Tell us about that experience, though. Um, I think for me, I wasn't even invited, right? Mm-hmm. So I was I was at home, and because of the top players wasn't going to play and stuff, I had got a call to to come out to Chicago for the draft camp. And so I was a late entry into mm. the draft camp. So I went out and, you know, I went through the, you know, the combines. The, the combines so you had to do the jumping and they measure your um, wingspan and, yeah. and things like that. They had you do, uh, you know, lateral stepping back and forth, you know, key mm-hmm. from, from the size of the key to the other side how many times you can do in certain seconds, you know, all these kind of things. And then you started playing. You you would, you know, you get out on the team, you got a number, mm-hmm. and then you start playing against other other players that were there, you know, that was prospects of being number one uh, or in the first round or second round. Or at that time, it was only two rounds when I, when I yeah. went through. And uh, so I kind of played my way into being drafted. Wow. Um, that camp gave me the experience, got a chance for other coaches and GMs and them to look to see me. Mm. Um, and uh, so you use it as a as an audition. It was right. like an audition, it's pretty right. much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you know, I was telling you about uh, one of the um, GMs of Charlotte pulled me to the side and was like, "Hey, son, you got some." some white shoes, you know, mm. you know, the black shoes make you look slow mm. on the court. So if you got some white shoes, try to wear those. And I actually had a pair of white shoes and black shoes. Mm. When I went out there, I took two pair. Mm. Um, so, uh, yeah. So, uh, that experience is what gave me to get individual workouts mm-hmm. for different teams. I worked out for the Lakers. I worked out for Charlotte. Mm. Um, uh, did not work out for the Jazz. Really? Um, but were they looking at you, though? Yeah, a lot of them was already doing their scouting. They, mm. they scouted at, you know, they're there scouting every every player right. that goes through there. So showing out in that situation is what got me scouted. And then some of the teams that had certain picks, then they start to bring you in for individual workouts. Okay. So that's how it works. And then, then they go to the draft. Draft night. Yeah, then it goes to draft night. I didn't go to draft night. I was at home in Fresno Mm. and watched the draft. So we had a draft party at the house. Okay. We watched the draft. And then all of a sudden, 48th pick in the second round, Utah Jazz picks Isaac Austin. I just got to ask you about that moment, though, man. (laughs) Because first, second round, I don't care what round it is. I mean, that phone rang. And you was like, hey, this is Jerry Sloan. Am I speaking to... Ike Austin. I mean, what was that moment like for you? Uh, I mean, I, it was exciting. You know, I didn't. It was like unreal. You know, because you're watching the actual draft, right? And you know, I I thought I had a pretty good chance of getting drafted because of the way I showed out in Charlotte and mm-hmm. all the different places. So I really thought I was going to get picked by Charlotte. To mm-hmm. be honest with you, um, as I fell. And I think I failed because of conditioning, those type of things. Mm. Um, uh, But when I got the call, it was just, I was just so happy. It was like, you know, I made it. I was like, wow. "Wow." You know what I mean? I got drafted. But then you go and you look at it and it's like, okay, you second round, which means that you're not a guaranteed contract. You got to make the team, right? To get guaranteed. So you go and sign a contract. And it's partially, they paying you as you're playing, mm. but they can cut you at any point. They cut you at any point before December. I think it's like December 25th, something like that. Then you 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 can lose 
your situation. Right. So I ended up, uh, you know, I had I actually had knee surgery. So they did knee surgery for me because I got hurt in the uh, in the um, the tournament. Mm. So I had a meniscus tear. I still played even with the meniscus tear. Mm. So my knee was like locking up. Mm-hmm. So my mom and dad was traveling at that time to the games. So they drove. My dad drove to Atlanta to Damn. see the games. So he was like putting the icy hot on my leg, rubbing it, and doing all what? this stuff. And yeah, it came out, dropped twenty five and ten on uh, on Arkansas. Damn. So these are the things that that kind of got me those looks and things like like you said. But yeah, yeah, man, it was it was amazing to get that call, you know. And it, it, it's so good. It's so good you say that because most guys think that when you when your name is called, you know what I'm saying, like you done made it. It's like no, nah, this just, that just the that just the the glamorized TV stuff of it. Like yeah, they drafted me, they picked me, but like you said, you still got to go in there and make the motherfucking team. Yeah. Like, no, no, gotta, no. It's it's, it's real. Yeah, you got to go to camp, and you gotta you know you got to make the roster. You gotta. You know, th- at that time, it was, what, 12 guys on the roster? Mm-hmm. So, you know, you got to make the roster uh, and then stay in there because they can cut you at any time. Yeah. Or they can send you down to the CBA or, yeah. or whatever happens. You know what I'm saying? I ended To be honest with you, I ended up getting cut by, by the Jazz. Before, so, the, before the deadline. They, I... I, I I signed my deal. Okay, so what they did was they signed a deal. Mm-hmm. I signed a deal with them. They put gave me a weight clause in my deal okay. when I signed. And I had seven weigh-ins. So I passed all of those. I think it was a total of probably, I think it was like 10 grand or so, 10 to 20 grand each weigh-in. If mm-hmm. I made, I had to be 270 and 12% body fat. Mm. So... That's where they wanted me to be. So my first year, you know, through the summer, I had got to need surgery. So I was out during the summer, couldn't train. So then when my knee got better, I was then able to start playing. And that's when training camp started. Yeah. So I was like behind the eight ball anyway. But I was started doing extra stuff. Right. But so I was with Carl, mm -hmm. which is I was a rookie with him. So Carl would work out in the morning even early before he even go to practice. So Damn. I was going and working out with him. And then we go to practice. Then we do practice. Mm-hmm. And then after practice later on in the evening, we go and we do something. So wow. I was, that was taught me how to take care my, of your body, take care of your body, be a pro, get yourself in condition and this and that. Yeah. And that was what pushed me to, you know, what? becoming the player. Like I said, the skills were always there. It yeah. wasn't about the skills. It was all about the weight. Yeah. And can he sustain that if he played 48 minutes? Because mm-hmm. when you look at pro games, right. they prorate everything, right? If. He's yeah. <laughs> <It's> a if. <laughs> you know, so if I got, I knew that. So if I got in the game and I got four points uh, and six rebounds in six minutes, I know yeah. they're going to prorate that to be, you know, right. 18 points, you know, 20 rebounds. Yeah. You, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. They prorate that they prorate as that. if they gave you 48 minutes or so you played 35 minutes. You see what I'm saying? Wow. So those, that that's what the young guys didn't know. And I learned that from Carl and, and John and them. Take, don't take garbage time on the court to just say, yeah. oh, they've been putting me in the I'm game because there's garbage hard. time. I don't need to go. No. Go in and go hard. <clears throat> Excuse me. Because you're being filmed. Yep. That's being on tape. That's mm. your tape. That's your that's your resume, mm. right? Of how to be a professional. That's just thing. Stay ready so you want to get ready. Absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, after the game, because I didn't play 10 minutes or 15 minutes, right. so I did the stepper for 45 minutes. Wow. You, you you understand these are things yeah. that some people or some of the players don't do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you tell when you're training a kid and you tell them, okay, I want you up at 530 
so we can go and get this run in in the morning. Right. And we're going to get our conditioning in early. And he's saying, why did I get up at 530? <laughs> because the next person that you're playing against is not doing it. Oh. They're not doing it. Oh. Or at least if they are doing it, you out there too. Exactly. You can compete. Mm. So so you 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 get how long was your was your ride with the Jazz? My ride with the Jazz was I got the first year deal, which was uh my rookie deal. Mm. And then they came in and they signed, they signed me for a two-year deal. Mm. But then they drafted, okay, they it was we had a lot of big. So you had like Mark Eaton, Mike mm. Brown, which is here and he's yeah. actually here. Mike Brown is here is in it? Vegas. I just saw him That's like a month ago. Mike Brown. Um playing with the Bulls. Sure yeah. Did. So Mike Brown, um, and then they drafted Luther. Mm. Right. Right. <laughs> so it was getting a little sketchy for me. Because I was Carl's boy, mm. you know, I think. And then Carl was like, man, you know, I want Ike to be on the team, this, that, and that. Yeah. So then Jerry released me. Mm. So I get released, right? Mm -hmm. I go to the CBA. Damn. I go play in the CBA. I'm there. I play with Bibby's dad. Was Henry. our coach. What? Henry Bibby was the coach? Henry Bibby in Oklahoma, where Oklahoma City is now. Yeah. The the. We was the Oklahoma uh, Cavalry. So I have you have I have the jersey. Damn. <laughs> right. So I go and play there. I make the All Star team. I play in the game. Then I leave. I go back to Utah. I was like, man, I ain't, I ain't doing this. You know, this this here is too easy, right? Right. So I come back to Utah. Luther Wright has some issues in mm -hmm. Utah. Exactly. Yeah. And. So Carl was like, man, let's call Jerry. I'm at Carl's house. He said, man, let's call Jerry Sloan, man. We need a big blah, 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 blah. This sounds like, nah, man, Jerry just feeling feeling it, and feeling it like that. Carl, I know you, you know, you want it because me and you peoples. Yeah. But, you know, it's just, he's not feeling it. So I said, Anyway, he's Carl. So I say, okay, let's what do it. What can hurt? Shit. What can hurt? Let's let's see what happens. So we called him, and Jerry was like, "Nah, I think, I think you need to stay down there in the CBA." Wow. So he told me on the phone. It's like, all right, Jerry, I appreciate you. Yeah. Appreciate you even, you know, let me talk to you on the phone. Wow. And uh, you know, we'll just see what happened. And then, you know, did the CBA. Then I got picked up by Philly. Mm. So I went and played in Philly, two ten days, then made the team, stayed there for the year. Mm. Lando Rorich, uh, uh, even uh, Sean uh, Bradley was on there. Sean Moses Bradley. was there. Moses Damn. Malone was there before he passed. Yeah. Um, um, uh, yeah, so it was a decent little team. Jeff Malone was a comfort to me because Jeff Malone played with me at Utah. Mm -hmm. and they traded for Jeff uh, Hornacek. Jeff so Hornacek went to the Jazz and Jeff Malone went to Philly. Went to Philly. Tidbit here. <laughs> We're in the St. Joseph jail. Jeff Hornacek, dad, was the dean of discipline at St. Joseph High School. Really? Yeah. yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Small world, right? Yeah. Connections all over. So man, you 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 you're in Philly. Keep going, keep because I I like I like this your NBA story. It's yeah. amazing. Keep keep flowing with it. Okay, so I'm in Philly, right? So I finished the year with Philly. I'm I'm just you know open. Don't know what I'm gonna do. Mm -hmm. um, so I go to France. Mm. So I went over to France. Played in Lyon, mm. came back from France, came back to the summer league. Okay. This is how I got my second year with the Jazz, right? Mm -hmm. Because they put they they put me out in LA at a um they took me to this like this weight loss kind of center thing. They mm -hmm. put me in that. And then they took me to uh, uh to 
big man's camp, which was, uh, I forgot his name. Pete Newell. Pete Newell. Pete yes. Newell. Big man's Newell. camp. So Basketball. that's when I meet Shaq. This is the first time I meet Shaq oh. in this camp. Now, this is young Shaq, like with bounce. Yeah. You know what I mean? It wasn't the, <laughs> the thick, thick Shaq right. where it was like heaviness down in the paint. This was when he had to bounce. And he can handle. And he can handle. So he was like one, two dribbles and dunk, j- just jump over you and dunk it. That Shaq is what I met at the big man's camp. But I didn't back down from that. That was the thing. See, I wasn't, was never like that. I mean, these guys are there. There was nobody for the intimidation. Right. Wasn't going to be no intimidation because I felt like, okay, my skills are just as good as yours. Wow. That's how I felt. I can shoot it just as good as you. I can shoot the jump hook. I can dunk. Wow. And I can take you one-on-one because that's what you learn. Yeah. That's your first thing yep. you learn when you go out there in the park. Yeah. Like when you're out there in the park and you're playing against the older cats, that was that get-out game. Yeah. You remember get-out? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> roll that ball out there. Yeah. 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 I was averaging in the summer league like 20, 24, 25 points. They they saw me play against Shackerford. You remember Shackerford? Yeah. Yeah. So I played against Shackerford, which ended up I played against him again in Turkey. (laughs) Wow. But yeah, just we were going at it. I dropped numbers on him. And then we ended up uh so that that's what got me my two years Mm -hmm. with Jazz and then like I said, they cut me when they made the trade Thurl Bailey over to Minnesota for mm. Felton Spencer. So Felton. now Felton Spencer. So mm. now you're starting to see, you know, the bigs to things. It was just, you know, it's a numbers game when it gets to the yeah. NBA. Yeah. That happened to actually uh Kurt Thomas when I went to the Heat. It was the same thing. Oh yeah. Because you had you had Zoe, PJ, yeah. him. And then I came in. Mm-hmm. And when I told when I was telling you guys that 150 guys came through, yeah. okay, I was, it was me and Tony Farmer that was left, right? That made the cut to even stay in Miami, stay in Miami. And, and just work out, right? Yeah. So now Kurt is working out oh. in the summer. He was already on the team. Hey, I so know. I'm trying to make the team. Yeah. So you know what that was yeah. at the gym. And Kurt talked mad shit, and I talked mad, mad shit. shit. You know what I'm saying? So we shit. were going at it in the gym. And then you got Pat Riley upstairs, like, looking <laughs> down there, seeing what's popping. Damn. So they ended up trading Kurt, Kurt Thomas for Jamal Mashburn. Oh. Dallas. So that's how Jay get there. So that's how the team formed where it was the the three three big rotation. And and the Heat came to me. They were saying, look, you, we like your numbers. You know, I, I'm i playing less minutes, and I'm getting these, numbers. getting these numbers. So they, you know, again, that's the thing. And Bob McAdoo was my coach for the bigs, right? Lakers, Bob McAdoo. Z Bob McAdoo. The D Bob McAdoo came back from overseas, testing us in practice. We playing one-on-one. Damn. Still shooting that. Yeah, behind the head. Yeah. <laughs> he he used to light up me, me, we played get out. PJ, me, Zoe, and Bob McAdoo. Wow. Damn. We used to play get out in practice after practice was over. It's like, let's get it. And what and what did that do for your game? Like going in? that that's just elevated because remember, McAdoo was a off the bench player. Yeah. So he said, I right, look, when you're playing off the bench and you're getting minutes, the, the key to the game is you look at the game when they sub you in mm. and when you leave the game. Wow. Because if you're a plus minus, you're going to always get your minutes. Yeah. So you got to make sure when you get in the game 
that you elevate the game. You give that energy. Mm. That's the jolt. You got to give that jolt energy. Yeah. So that's what I did, you know, when I was with the Heat. Mm. I didn't know that when I was with, with, the, with, with the Jazz. Right. You know, I was over on the bench. I can remember a game, right? We're in Cleveland. <laughs> I'm on the bench. Already, I'm thinking I'm not going to play, right? Yeah. So I'm drinking Gatorade, chewing gum, <laughs> doing all this stuff, right? <laughs> all of a sudden, Jerry Sloan says, all right, give me game. You're like, what the fuck? We go six times up and down the court. You see Ike walking in timeout, bitch. You see Ike, <laughs> yeah. You see it throwing up in my hand. Like, you, you, know, you yeah. understand where I'm coming from? It was like, you know, those, those are the things, you know, and then Carl and them laughing at me, yeah. all this stuff. But those are experiences and things that you learn as you're trying to become a professional in this sport. I was still wow. a rookie. Wasn't, you know, yeah. wasn't thinking. I wasn't going to get in the game. I yep. did my workout before the game. Right. You know what I mean? So I was like, oh, he ain't going to put me in. Right. That's crazy. It's interesting, man. You, you, your storyline from, you know, having to go and work out for teams, getting drafted in the second round, and then, you know, with Utah, up and down situations, some yeah. good, some interesting. Yeah. You know, you got to give it to them in the summer league. But then you have... I don't even know if I want to call it a resurgence, but you get in Miami and you just explode. What made that situation so much better than the other ones? What made Miami was my experience. And how was the knee feeling at this time? Uh, yeah, so I had got a knee was fine. I had got a scope after, uh, after Philly, but I had got a tryout, which I didn't tell you guys this. And this was the was the click. It was the click before Miami and why I came to be successful in Miami. I go to Cleveland. I got invited to the camp in Cleveland. Mm -hmm. I get on the bus, Chucky Brown, these, all mm -hmm. these people on the bus, right? I'm like, oh man, this is gonna be easy. I'm gonna get this job. You know. Yeah. Get to the hotel, go to the physical, right? Mm -hmm. I'm in the physical. They weigh me. I'm 340. Damn. Legitly. 340. You know, I didn't even get to work out. Really? Coach uh, Patello calls, said, look, son, appreciate you coming out. We can't take a chance. Medical risk. You're too heavy. You know, you already got bad knees. So, oh, wow. you know. Can we get you a ticket? I was like, yeah, can I get my per diem? Can you send me back to Phoenix? Mm. Gave me a flight back to Phoenix. My boy Terrence, him and uh, my guy uh, Doc, mm -hmm. who played at Arizona State when they yeah. picked me up. I told them, never again will this happen if I get another chance. Never again. I went to a guy who's still doing it to this day. His name is Mac Newton out of Phoenix. Teaches Taekwondo. I called him. I said, I want, I want, to, I want you to work me out. I need to get in shape. Damn. He said, only way I do it is if you listen to me. You can't do nothing but everything I tell you to do. Wow. I go there. I told my wife. I'm staying in Phoenix. So I stayed in a hotel in Phoenix. Y'all wow. come out, you can come out, visit me, wow. I'm here. Went to that, went to Max's place. He teaching Taekwondo, right? Mm -hmm. But he does this, you know, workout. So I walk in there and here you see Bo Jackson <laughs> getting his, re rehabbing his hip. The freak. Inside the joint. Damn. So we go in the, it's a room, right? Maybe just big, about the size of this, mm -hmm. right? He got the heat on in there. It's really hot. <laughs> I'm in the back. He said, big fella, get there in the back right there. Yeah, right there. He's up front talking. I mean, these 
people from you know, all over, all walks of life in the building, Dang. women, whatever. He said, like, we don't wear no pink. We don't do this. You don't cuss. We don't do none of that. You do that, that's 2,000 mountain climbers. I'm going to weigh you. You don't make the weight when you come in. That's 1,000 mountain climbers. Each pound. Each pound you over. Over. Man. No solid, no, no solid foods. I got the shake here thing. This is what you eat. That's your protein. That's your that's your protein. That's your this meal. Is all this, this is your meal. You're gonna be on this for 30 days. Th 30 days in Phoenix doing this. 30 days. Working out twice with him in the Wedge Column. We started to stretch, and I was uh, I was in the stretch, right? And I was stretched out with my leg, you know. Everything was, like, shaking. I'm sweating, <laughs> and I'm shaking. And he up in the front cracking Joe. He's like, uh-oh, uh-oh. <laughs> we need some fries with that shake back there. Uh-oh, there's trouble. You better hold it. Hold the stretch, or we got to start all over. Oh. So it's not long as he's, he's, he's pushing me to these limits to see if I'm going to break right. and quit. Training you mentally, huh? But I never quit. Like I told you, I may do it slow. Yeah. May do this, but you're not going to get me to quit. That's not going to happen. Did you replay what you said to your mind, to your boys? Oh, in my up? head, I'm saying, first I'm saying to myself, I'm doing this because I didn't want to be embarrassed like I was when I went to Cleveland. Mm. That's number one. Mm. Number two, I'm, I'm wasting the talent. Mm. I need to do this. And you just locked in. Locked in. Drop what? I went from that 30 days, I dropped to 40 pounds. So I'm now 300. Wow. You dropped 40 pounds. 40 pounds in 30 days. I was doing two days with him. And then I got the call to go to Miami. You're in great shape. <laughs> you're heading to Miami. You got that thing in the back of your mind that you already made this promise to yourself. This ain't going to never happen to me again. You know, I ain't going to never get embarrassed about this game. You're going there, though. You've heard stories about Pat Riley, about his body fat, body fat and all these other things. What's the mindset? I, I was just, I, I wanted to go and show my skills. Mm -hmm. I was like, look, I can go here. I'm in, I'm in decent shape. Right. But knowing what I know now, what happened in that camp, mm -hmm. everybody was not in shape. Mm -hmm. But it was those who were strong, right? Who, who last, who didn't yeah. fall over to the side. Mm -hmm. You know. But nothing at that point, because you said this earlier, that it's 150 people. No. Two slots. And no time. Did you doubt yourself? No, because I, I, I went through that experience already, right? right? I went through the Cleveland experience. I was already embarrassed. So I said, this was my next opportunity. But you had an out. Oh, oh, yeah. Because I'm saying most people, yeah. I, mean, mm -hmm. I mean, you had a built-in out. You could have always just said, well, they ain't picked me anyway because, you know, my, my weight. You had a built-in out. What, I, what moved you past that? I, I think is it was the, the mental of wanting to show that I deserve to play in this league, yep. that I can really do something. Mm. I can make my name in this league. Yeah. And so I went to that camp, and like I told you before, Pat came to the locker room and was like, look, you don't lose 10 pounds, you can't come back. Mm. And see, and I remember when you said that, and this so goes back to my question now. again. You, you just did an amazing job. You dropped 40 pounds in 30 days. You go to the camp, 
And Pat comes in and say, yeah, but I need you to lose 10 more. Mm. Nothing. What's up, everyone? It's Boss Britt. And it's DJ Excel. If you're a fan of the queer culture and lifestyle, then be sure to check out and subscribe to the No Homo Show. We're a show that shares true stories that are uncut, funny, relatable, and of course, gay from a lesbian's perspective. That's right. Brought to you exclusively by the Revolt Podcast Network. Even at that point, said, man, maybe this game ain't for me. Nah. I told him, okay, I'll be back. I'll send a report out, and then I'll be back for the second one. How long did it take you to lose that, the, the addition? I, I did two weeks. Wow. So I went back to Mac. I told him. To okay. I went back to Phoenix. Wow. After the camp, I went back to Phoenix, started to see. So now things, you know, before I could not squat down. I couldn't do all this stuff. My mm-hmm. knee started getting better. Things started changing. And then guess who comes in? Charles Barkley. Charles C. Jason Kidd. Uh, I, because I started playing in Phoenix, I told a guy, Charles was like, man, you dro- dropping this weight. How, how you doing that? Because yeah. Charles had a problem with weight, <laughs> right? Yeah. I said, man, come on, let's go. Let's go. Yeah, come over to my man, Mac. Get it in. What? Man, Charles came up in the Mac, man. <laughs> he started cussing. He was like, over to the side. Ugh. With that duct tape down. Give me a thousand mountain climbers. <laughs> Damn. To the Hall of Fame of CB. Get over there and do Damn. We in there doing frog leaps. Everything, bruh. Charles was like, all right, man. I think that was the slimmest he ever was when he was in Phoenix. I mean, when yeah. he got back, when he was in prime. Yeah, Jason, Jason came in. I was like, man, this is where I'm getting my condition. Like, this is the, you know, building of the body. Mm-hmm. I said, Mac is a great guy. Like, this is my yoga. So you lose, you lose the additional 10 pounds. Did you call Miami? Or did yeah, you- yeah. I went back to Miami. I went to the second camp. Then the second camp, they was like, you know, then that second camp, they saw the conditional level up higher. So now the production even got better. better. Mm. So the jumper is like lasting, this and that, even Damn. when you're tired. And so they started seeing the drive. Mm. That's what Pat saw, that there was no quit, and he saw the drive. They knew the talent was there because Bob McAdoo said, Ike, you're the best talent at big guys in here. Wow. So what was the next conversation with Pat after that? When you- uh, The next conversation was, okay, we, we they said, okay, we'll get back to you, right? So I said, okay, not a problem. So I go back home. Then I go to Summer League, mm-hmm. and I go play with Boston. So now at the games, because we're playing now on the East Coast. Yeah. So now at the games, you're seeing the Jazz mm-hmm. scouts. I'm looking. I'm seeing it. <laughs> jazz scouts there, this, that, and that. And they study. Jazz study putting out uh, his, you know, his weight problem, this, that, and that. Yeah. It's got to be, the, you know, this was the like sticker that was on hype. Right. Right? Uh. So I'm with Boston. I'm playing well with Boston. Miami's out there, right? Mm-hmm. They seeing it now. So then the summer league was in the East. Now it switched to the West and it was in Utah mm. at the little gym. So I was going up there. I didn't play summer league in at that time. In Utah. And then uh I forgot his name. He was one of the uh he was like president of, of the team. And uh, he came up to me. He was like, look, hey, we want you, we're doing, we want you to come to Miami and just work out with us. We'll give you per diem, we'll get a hotel, and just come out and work out. Mm. So then this, I accepted that. And then I came out to Miami and then I was just working out. This is where I meet Kurt Thomas. Mm-hmm. So I go to the gym. And then Bill Ferran was the was the conditioning mm. for Pat. So Bill was like, I, because I was doing all this conditioning stuff with Mac Newton and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know, I'm I'm game for anything. Right. So Bill was like, I I think that you should ride the bike for an hour after the workout. 
So you can go do your workout with the team and stuff, but then I want you to ride the bike for an hour. After that, after that, after that. So I ride the bike for an hour and kept the speed like at around 70, 72, kept the speed. They had some resistance Mm -hmm. and stuff with it. Right. So I was doing that every day. So you strengthening in that knee. Right. So I'm staying in a hotel. I'm only getting per diem. I got a wife and kid. Ugh. And so Tony, I told Tony, Tony lived in, lived in uh, Florida. Okay. He had an apartment. So I told Tony, I was like, look, I'm going to talk to the Heat, man. I'm trying to get this money. Let me get the money for them paying for that hotel. Let mm. me come and stay with you. And I give you a little dough. Yeah. But that gave me a little bit more money. He was like, okay, cool. Damn. So then I went and stayed with Tony. So we going to practice together. We doing this. I'm cooking. Uh, I'm getting a, you know, cooking the grilled chicken and salad. Mm-hmm. This and just watching what I'm eating. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to this thing. And then the weight just was shredding. Like you falling off, man. Before you know it, I looked like a damn crackhead. Yeah. My uncle's in the league was like, Ike, you on crack? <laughs> and literally, you went from just, just following it. You just diet. You was 340. 300. 290. 290. 290. My lowest was 255. Wow. Damn. At 10% body fat. Wow. I, my phone. I know that. I had a, I got a picture. It's actually online. You got a there's before, a picture. After. There's a picture, a heat picture. And you can see in that heat picture, I was, I was 255 in that heat, that particular heat picture that they show. Uh-huh. Now that's online. Because you can tell it was just, I mean, motherfuckers was like, when we were going to play, motherfuckers was literally like, Ike, what's going on with you, man? You don't cry. Like, you sick? Like, you all right? You all right, man? <laughs> I look like, uh, I look like, I look like, uh, what's his name? 50 in that one movie. You know, <laughs> that shit. Yeah, it was like oh, that, bro. Oh, wow. Yeah. 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 But then it was balling. Now it's balling out time. Yeah. Now the shape is there. <sighs> So everything now, cool. now, now, Zoe, come back. Tim, mm-hmm. they all coming in now to the gym, and we are now playing. We starting uh, to play. So uh, doing the workout, then they want to play after five on five, mm-hmm. two four on four half court, five on five full court. So Dang. now it goes to okay, dude in here, Zoe is in here. He got all the money. Now I got to give it to him. Mm. You got to give us a story. So you and so, and one of them practice, and one of them joints. Yeah, I mean, Z- I went at Zoe. Like it was, it didn't matter what type of money you had. I told Zoe, right. just like I went and told Carl mm-hmm. that I was gonna bust his ass. So I told Zoe the same thing. I'm gonna give it to you every day. Be please be prepared because I'm coming at you every day, bro. Ain't that I hate you. Right. It's just that it's the job. But, but you know, it's interesting because, man, I, I remember your your career so vividly. You had that mentality. I, I just gotta say this. I used to think you were crazy. <laughs> uh, um, yeah. <laughs> I, I was the type of guy. That I would look at the other bench, right? I would see who's the big or who's the four or the five that's coming off of their bench, uh-huh. and 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 then I said, okay, okay, I'm going, I'm going, I'm just going to outwork that person. Yeah, but you still had that intimidating spirit about you too. Yeah. Like, like when you rebound, you you spread big, and <laughs> yeah, that was you, you that let them know just, that you that. The you know, presence, yeah. the presence was there. So the day you signed this contract, when you, when I, didn't, I didn't, I didn't. Okay, so they made me go through all the camp. We playing against Zoe, so I, I do a move on Zoe and I dunk on him, right? Damn, Pat is up in the thing. He come downstairs because it got heated. Cause like Tim was like, oh, everybody, oh, <laughs> so we start going at it. So come back, boom, put it on me. Ugh. I told Tim, I was like, look, come on, let's get this pick and roll, boom, pick and pop, swap, 
I said, you got to come out here. So don't halfway do this bullshit. And it's not going to happen. Oh, you got to get to me. And oh. then when you get to me, I'm going around you. Boy. And we're going to meet at the rim. <laughs> That's where we meet. So it went to that. And then all of a sudden, Pat comes to me. He's like, look, we're going to offer you a two-year deal. So it was an open deal. Just like I would it wasn't what's called. So I took the two-year deal. It's like, cool. Go to camp. Camp was good. And then all of a sudden, a most improved player. Damn. When did you start hearing those rumblings that you were even in the, the running for? Oh, it was, it, it was just, it was adamant because the weight. And then when Zoe went down, we just, we didn't, we didn't miss a beat without him. You know, right. we kept winning. I mean, we, we were the highest road team winner mm. than in the league. We won a lot of games on the road. Wow. We were called, they literally called us the, the world warriors mm. because we won a lot of games in other people's gym. Damn. We made them feel sad. Fans was hot. It's interesting too that you were the most improved player, but when Zoe went down because you're now starting, that, almost, that knocked you out the running for six man of the year, didn't it? It did. Mm. It did. I, I would have won six man. I would have won six man if Zoe would have stayed in and played. And played, wow. But when he went out, I had also an opportunity to make the all-star team. Yeah. Mm. I didn't get it mm. because I was averaging 20 and 10. And we were like one of the best teams in the East. Just to say that. Say, I, I, I was 20 and 10 in the NBA. 20 and 10. That's some numbers. And, and in a span of, I think it was like, what, 20 games? That that type of history can't nobody take from me because it's so, real facts. That shit happens. But but you you playing so well with Miami. When did that thing turn? That was all Pat. Mm. I mean... That wasn't me. That was all Pat. Pat was the way he is. Mm -hmm. It was him. He thought he knew I was going to get paid, right? Yeah. But it was it was are you going to get paid with us? You're going to leave me at the altar? Right. You're going to wait because we had to pay this person, this person yeah. that person. So Pat was coming to me every day. You're going to commit um you know, they could sign me for a one-year deal and then sign me for my bigger deal. Mm -hmm. But he wasn't talking to me in that way. He was talking to him in a way like he thought I was going to leave. And I was like, Pat, we, you you painted this picture yeah. of us being in the heat and and we winning a championship. Right. So that's all I thought. It wasn't about no money for me. It was about now I'm playing. Now I'm playing. Right. You know, it was about I'm playing. We got a good team and, you know, we got good rotation. Just everything was there. Mm. And all of a sudden, we, we, we're on a flight to L.A. Trade deadline is there. Mm. And I went to Zoe's room. I went to Tim's room. I told him, I said, man, I don't have a good feeling, man. Mm. I got a feeling that he gonna trade me, man. Damn. It was like, nah, that ain't gonna happen. He can't. We just can't. We can't do that. We can't afford it. Can't afford it. And here we go. Last trade on the uh, block was me. He wouldn't trade me early in the in the trade deadline because too many teams want to pick me up. New York wanted to pick me up. Oh. So he <laughs> he didn't want to trade me to where he had he to, see to see me. me. Yep. It's like I ain't. He didn't want that, so he traded me. Last trade on the trading block, so no one else can pick me up. And he traded me to the Clippers mm. for Brent Berry, yes. which Brent. didn't even make the squad. He didn't even make the playoff squad. Really? And then they got in that fight. Zoe got in a fight with with uh, with uh, Larry Johnson, mm. and they lost the series. Well, yeah, because uh, Coswell, which was now the backup, 
it wasn't giving those type of numbers. Coswell yeah, couldn't do it. Coswell was the Dwayne. That's my Dwayne, Dwayne Coswell. Dwayne yeah, that's Coswell. my people's. <laughs> I love Coswell. That's my people's now. Don't get me wrong. He me, can play, but he wasn't putting out those numbers I was putting out. Right. And everybody actually, it's, it's, it's funny. Everybody had actually thought that when they traded you, that hurt the chances of us winning it. Yeah. 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 Because nobody, nobody saw that coming. Nobody saw that coming. Nobody did. Not even the players. PJ was sick because me and PJ were close. We were friends. Yeah. So PJ was sick. He, they didn't even let me go to the game. Really? Damn. The Clippers game. But I had to stay in the hotel. He would not let me. He told the Clippers that we're going to make this trade. We don't want Ike at the gym. Blah, 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 blah. Ugh. I was at the hotel, bro. So you was in L.A. We flew... L.A. to for Miami to play West Coast trip to play Lakers in our West Coast trip. Sure. Wow! And he traded me that evening. That evening. So you just stayed there? Yes, with the bags that I had yeah. in my hands. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what? The league is like that. Like that. That, that that's like the music industry, right? <laughs> Worse. Damn. So Pat called you up and said, "Pat didn't call me. Pat didn't even call you. <laughs> nah, he didn't call me. Yeah. So because he you... was doing all, it was all, it was it was a process. So how did you find out? Yeah. Find out the trade? Yeah. Oh, I was looking on the TV. <laughs> <laughs> then I got called in the hotel by the Clippers. Worst. I went from the best team. Most professional ran team, ran team organizations to the worst. Wow, Don Sterling. Worse. We in a I went from private plane to Northwest. Jim mm. <laughs> with full locker rooms, gear up the yin yang, change, all this to man, watch your own shit. Silly. <laughs> Mr. Lee. <laughs> I had Boys and Girl Club, man, for practice with the, with the Clippers, bro. What? The Clippers is now like the Heat. Mm -hmm. But you said not then. Not Damn. then. Not with Sterling. He ain't played. He ain't spending a dime. And he has so much talent. He has came to through the Clippers, bro. Yeah. Daddy Manny. You name him. Yeah. He right. has so much talent. That had came to the Clippers, bro. Damn. I didn't know it was like that. That's just that bad, man. Like that. I remember Ron Harper was balling with them. Danny Manning played with the Clippers. Like, oh, the Clippers had a lot number of good players. Number one pick after number one pick for yeah. almost about. A lot of good players played Damn. with the Clippers. So you with the Clippers, and your mind is, is it like, when is this over? Or you thinking like yeah? So that was that was now we going into because I was going to become a free agent. Mm. So we're in that season right. to where the clip they traded me to the Clippers, and they were seeing if I was going to stay with the Clippers, right, or if I was going to move off. I was the number two recruit uh, uh, for. Uh, uh, um, for free agency. So Pippen was number one. Pippen yeah. ended up going to Houston, remember? Yeah. Yep. Yep. And then I ended up signing with Orlando. Mm. Well, I know you was like, well, I, I'm not in Miami, but I'm in the I'm in, I'm in the Florida area. I only <laughs> went there because I wanted to go back to the Heat. That was the same division. Oh, yeah. yeah. Damn. We needed to see him again. So I wanted to go back. He's like, yeah, I want to see you, Pat. I want to see you, yeah. Lonzo. I want to see y'all one more time. Yeah. Ugh. And it was crazy. That was that first game. It was, you know, it was nervous. Cause I was I was starting. Yeah. I know some I know some of your teammates had to probably like, hey man, you I, I, should we hold you back? But like it was rage. it was a good game. I had a good game against them. We didn't win. Yeah, because of Tim. Did you see Pat, though? Oh, yeah. 
I saw Pat. He really ain't say much. Really? No, nah, it was just, like I said, Pat was about his business, That's man. <laughs> I mean, I can't, I can't knock him for the situation. Yeah. I mean, he built me up. And when he made that move, he shattered me. Mm. I thought that was the worst move ever, I think, for a team. And he messed up the team chances in the playoffs that year. Yeah, I mean, the Knicks it. beat him. That's Knicks crazy. On that Allen that, that Allen Houston, Houston shot. shot. Allen yeah. Houston shot. Damn. Man, like we've been we've been taking up so much of your time, man. But but hey. Adrian, I want to move into, man. Tell us what 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 you're doing now. I think uh, now I'm uh, you know, I have daughters that has played, so I went and watched them play. I try to give them advice on what to do out on the floor. Did you raise them up in basketball and sports? And um, that- no, my my oldest daughter, because I had got a divorce, right? Mm-hmm. And she was young. Okay. So I was away from the house. Mm-hmm. But they were, you know, she was born when I was playing in Orlando. Okay. Then my oldest son was with us when I was playing in Miami. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, but she, uh, she just, it was naturally to her. DNA. It yeah, just the, in her DNA. She started playing in high school. Wow. And uh yeah, she was a beast on the block. Well, Wasn't just, scared of no contact. Yeah. That was a thing. She was she invited contact. Wow. So you remember when the players like she like she went like when the players like she can't score if she don't have contact. So if ain't no contact <laughs> then she'll miss it later. <laughs> Oh well, when nobody there. I need to. I need to feel somebody. I need. To, I need to have that body and all that. So, your first time watching her play, you like what? I actually, uh, she was playing in AAU, right? And they used to come here to Vegas. Mm-hmm. So I was living here in Vegas. So I would go and see her play, and you can see it then. Can the, see the talent that she had. Wow, the natural talent without yeah, but, me even. But when Dad doing saw anything. Her. But when dad saw her, though, what was dad thinking? Ah, I was, you know, I call her beast, so. Get out of here. <laughs> you call her beast, though? Yeah, but the thing I don't like that she doesn't do is she doesn't shoot her face up. Mm. She got it. She got a pretty shot. It's there. Oh, yeah. And she doesn't shoot that it. Was, that, was one of, that was one of your go-tos. Yeah. That was one of, oh, so now I'm telling her. Turn the face up. Because she, she just signed a deal. She just got her contract, what, just the other day from mm-hmm. a team in France. Ugh. And she's got to go out there in August. So I told her, look, we need to work about 30 days together. Let me get you comfortable with shooting a face-up because you're going to need that overseas. Yep. Guy yeah. had a what's, your, what's your daughter's name? Vanessa. Vanessa Austin. Congratulations, Vanessa. That's right. Man, we're supporting. Looking forward to hearing great things from you. That's incredible, man. Yeah. I mean, I can't even imagine playing in the league and then yeah. your kid following in that. The crazy thing, I was I was talking to her the other day, and we didn't know about the WNBA, how it works for the draft. Mm-hmm. You can just put your name in the draft. Really? And she didn't know that, but that would have been a big story. Just mm-hmm. off of that. Just off of yeah. And we didn't know that, so we missed that opportunity. Wow. Um, but yeah. So, but her first job overseas oh. is in France. And that was my first job mm. was in France. Yeah. So come full it's circle still, on that. It's yeah. still full circle, right? Yep. Yeah. She's following dad footsteps to a T right now. Yeah. Well, you're making great money with Orlando. Great but, money. Uh, but towards the tail end of your career, you end up in Memphis. An expansion team. Um, I'm sure you know you're still grateful to be playing the game, but were there moments where you thought that man, this might be the last ride? Yeah, because that's that's the league, right? Mm-hmm. So they're always looking at the younger. Uh, the game was changing; they started changing the rules, so it wasn't more about physical. physical. It was more about more of the up and down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so 
you know, when I went to Orlando, then I got traded to Washington for Ben Wallace. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah. And that was a blockbuster trade. Then I got to Washington. And then we, you know, Jordan was working with the team at that time. Yeah. And, you know, it was like. Was that Ted? It was more of a rebuilding situation. It wasn't. Even the front office, they was rebuilding. Yeah, it was. Washington was a, you know, rebuilding situation. I got into it with Daryl Walker. Mm. Which is, is, uh, (laughs) you know, that's Jordan's boy. Boy. Yeah. So we got. I was almost on that team. We almost <laughs> ended up playing together. Wow. Yeah. And then, so they they moved me to Vancouver. Mm. So I got traded out to Vancouver. I North go to the Vancouver. Border. Um, again. I just got to ask you, you go to Vancouver. I just, I just got to ask this again. Expansion team, but this is not an expansion team in the States. You're going to Vancouver. Did this seem like like hockey town? You know, what in the world is going on? How how did I end up here? Did you ever have that type of moment? Yeah, I mean, obviously, uh, you know, everybody was like, oh, it's cool because, you know, they're going to give, you know, tax break and, mm-hmm. and all these different things. But, you know, you literally out of the country. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, you wow. going through, you know, the worst thing, I think, for playing in Vancouver was, you know, going through customs all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You, you playing on a team, you used to, you know, get on the bus and, you know, you're going to get on your flight and you're just going to the next city. You get yeah. off to the city and you get in the city and you're going to go, you're going to go do your thing. Yeah. You know, at that point, you might go to the strip, strip club. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Go to your favorite spot. Yeah. Get something to eat, whatever. Here, we got to go through, you know, customs, you got to do all this stuff. And then you're in a in a hockey city. Yeah. Yeah, there ain't no nothing about no basketball. This was about hockey. Everything we seen was about hockey. The, I think it was the Canucks. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so, you know, it was different, you know, trying to get people to, you know, see. But I got to give it to them. Vancouver supported the team. They came out, mm. they supported, and the team just was not winning. We had some pieces. We had pieces. We just didn't have the coaching. Yeah. We didn't have the coaching to control the situation. Mm. And, you know, me being a veteran, places I came from, mm. I tried to implement that. Mm. I even did that even when I went to the Clippers. Right. I used to tell the coaches, like, look, the rotation is wrong. This is, if we're going to trap the box, we, we got to yeah. rotate four and five, and the three has to drop on the back end. I mean, these are the things, right. uh, you know, the experience, because I learned it from the best. Mm-hmm. I've seen it, and I went through it. So I tried to, you know, implement that in the things, but I, I impl- implemented that when, you know, after I started and I went, started coaching and, you know, got the ABA team. Mm-hmm. Uh, those are the things that I've done after um, after basketball. You know, I went and tried it because I wanted to. I saw the D-League. I saw the D-League was going to expand. I know they were going to link up with NBA teams. Mm-hmm. And I wanted that ABA team I had to be in that D-League, in the D-League. Mm-hmm. And I wanted it to be for Utah because we were in Utah. Mm-hmm. And... Unfortunately, it didn't happen out that way. Right. And actually, the Long Beach team was ended up being in the D League in, in Bakersfield. So then I ended up going to Bakersfield to coach. I was supposed to be the head coach mm. for that team, and they ended up having Jim Herrick be the head coach. And I was the assistant. Mm. Wow. Wow. How did you know it was time? Uh, it's just, uh, you know, you, you don't get those calls. You don't, mm. you know, I, I think I went, shit, I, I even played in the uh, the ABA myself. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, it's- I went and played in ABA uh, to play, get some condition, and then I went to the Heat. The Heat asked me back for a camp, and then I ended up being the last cut. That was Dwayne's rookie year. Oh, Dwayne wow. Wade. D. Wizzle. That was his rookie year. Huh? That was the time that, you know, me and Pat had an opportunity to talk. And, How was that? It was good, you know. I just did you, you learn know. more about from where you like you said you meant did you learn more about where he was coming from with that trade of business from just doing the I business? mean I, I I knew it was gonna happen mm. I mean it was the buildup so I already knew that that was gonna happen mm. but you know unfortunately I just I let it go yeah because you know I don't get I don't get dot music <laughs> You know yeah. what I mean? I don't, yeah. you know what I mean? You never know. Yeah. And God works in that ways that, yeah. you know, my deal with Orlando, I had an under table deal that I didn't even tell you about for 55 million. Cause I signed only for four years, 24 million. Right. Mm. And they gave, they were going to get, because they wanted to sign Penny. So they gave me this and they gave me an option. Now mm. at the time I was, I could have went to Sacramento and got 50, 55 million. Mm. But I wanted to play in Orlando because I knew the league. Mm-hmm. I knew the division we were in, got a chance yeah. to play. And I was in Florida, so I loved it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And it's no state taxes, right? Yeah. So I'm thinking, okay, this say, but I could take this money. But they wanted to do, they did an under-table deal. And mm. then Doc Rivers came in to coach. Mm. And then, I, that, then they traded me. Yep. So I got traded. Uh, and so that deal went away. So I lost. So the, so definitely no more conversations. No. Wow. Mm. I just don't know that, but you know, I only got that 24, the 24 million deal. That's, that's, a, that was my last track. Wow. Mm. Well, listen, we, we got, um, two more questions. I'm gonna hit you with one and then my dog gonna hit you with a final question. Uh, the question I always like to ask, especially the athletes we deal with is that, Man, out of all the success you've had, did the world see the best of Ike Austin? I think as a as a sport, yes, yeah, I think they saw the best. Mm. Uh, when it comes to uh, changing lives and trying to make a difference, mm-hmm. is it's not there yet. But it's coming. Mm. I like that. So we're gonna stay tuned for that. Absolutely. Because it's come it's coming to where it it will be a stamp. Then it'll be a stamp and and I can say I fulfilled the whole the whole circle. That's it. That that leads right into the last question right here then. And you kind of hit on it already with that music. What's the next hoop dreams? And what, what's what's Ice, what Ike Austin's next chapter? What is Hoop Dream looking like? Uh, it's it's paint us that dream picture for uh, us. It's it's uh, it's uh, you know probably getting a uh, black-owned bank, mm. um, helping out our community, mm-hmm. get loans to. Build business, reinvest. Okay, reinvest into our community. Mm-hmm. Give us an opportunity because we don't get them. Yep. And uh, you know, seeing the success from my kids. Yep. Uh, watching them grow up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, study out there, giving advice when I can. You know, lending my experience because. Not every player go through what I explained to you. Yep. And those are deep, deep situations. Yeah. That life altering. Yeah. And I don't think kids these days would be able to handle that. They would break down. Yeah. Yeah, they would. So, you know, what is there a book in store? Probably. Mm. You know, they, they need this. They need to hear the story. They need yep. to know. That's motivation. That's 
the power to keep, you know, keep you going, to to inspire you to keep dreaming, keep dreaming, yeah. and fulfill those dreams. I love that, man. It's amazing, man. We want to thank you for taking yes, the time yeah. out today, and um, we can't wait to see the next chapter of Hoop Dreams in your life, man, and your kids. This is it's incredible. Yeah. Thank you again. We appreciate it. I'm Will Gates. It's my dog. In the building. We got most improved Ike Austin in the building. Yes, sir. Let's go, baby. (laughs) Let's do it. I'm the gold of my era. I've been a trending topic. I'm as fly as a feather. My pocket's macroscopic. See, with time, I get better. I'm always in the action, kid. Know I got it locked from Chicago where the toughest live. Concrete jungle earn my stripes on the pavement there. You make it here, then you can make it anywhere. No comparison. Your game is embarrassing. No one can touch me. I'm all but going there again. Yeah, I think I'm balling like I'm Will Gates. I'm hoop dreaming, trying to fight against a sealed fate. More faith, think I'm balling like I'm Martha AG. I'm box office in one day, they gon' have to pay me. Yeah, I think I'm balling like I'm Will Gates. I'm hoop dreaming, trying to fight against a sealed fate. More faith, think I'm balling like I'm Martha AG. I'm box office in one day, they gon' have to pay me. Hoop Dreams the Podcast, an Unlearning Network production. Written and produced by Arthur Agee, Will Gates, Matt Hoffer, with audio engineering from Matt Savage. For more episodes, check us out at www.unlearningnetwork.com. Gotta be a dog to survive in this cold weather. Ice in my veins, no need for a warm sweater. I'm coming forward, all best believe I won't let up, yeah. Hey, I think I'm balling like I'm Will Gates. I'm hoop dreaming, trying to fight against a sealed fate. More faith, think I'm balling like I'm Martha Agee. I'm box office in one day, they gon' have to pay me. Yeah, I think I'm balling like I'm Will Gates. I'm hoop dreaming, trying to fight against a sealed fate. More faith, think I'm balling like I'm Martha Agee. I'm box office in one day, they gon' have to pay me.